John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, uh, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. John just asked me, I'm drinking out of a flask, listeners, and John just asked me, is it whiskey? Unfortunately, I'm in a different location. I've had to drive, so I'm, I'm not drinking beer during the recording. So it'll either be markedly better or <laughs> markedly worse. I don't know if it's going to make it better or not. Well, I'm really, really in a rush to get this over and done with so I could go out and start drinking. It's my, uh, it's the, it's the annual all day. So me and my friends from university every year for, well, since started 1998 uh, we all meet up at this pub next to our old university and uh, in fancy dress and then just drink one and on until we end up somewhere so uh so this what's year, your fancy dress for today well okay so oh, do, let me guess is there a, yeah, is there yeah. a theme yeah yeah so this year i i'm sort of in charge of running it so i've had to book food and stuff and uh my choice for the theme so what do you think Oh, well, okay. So the theme, I'm going to say the theme is, um, is the theme Corona related? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. Is it sports related? No. <laughs> okay. So it's going to be James Bond because the new movie came out this year. Oh, no. I should have thought about that. No. Oh, that's a good theme. Good theme. Yeah, that is a good theme. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Doctor, no. <laughs> Do you, want me to tell you, do you want me to give you... I'll tell you the hint. So it can be real, yeah. or fiction, real or fictional. Why don't you give me like three guesses, three options for the theme and I'll guess which one it is. To be honest, as soon as I give you three options, you're just going to get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, option number one, is it serial killers? Fact or fictional? Uh, number two, is it sort of royalty? Fact or fictional? Or is it number three, uh, writers? Like famous artists? Fact or fictional? <laughs> right. The last one, fact, like option number three, I mean, it surely yeah, well, can't be. <laughs> no, you put, put me on the spot there trying to, come up, <laughs> trying to come up with something. I know. Can I have ten options, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that, <laughs> well, knowing you, as yeah. I do, and the listeners as they do, everyone will have already guessed that it was serial killers. <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how inappropriate. But, yes, very apt. Well, no, I did talk about it. It is, it is inappropriate because, yeah. Um... One of your friends got murdered by a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a shame that Bob couldn't be here, but we have <laughs> yeah. honoured him in some way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, there were some costume choices that I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And then when I started looking into it, I was thinking, oh, no, that might actually uh, not not be allowed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And the last thing I want <laughs> is, you know, to offend anybody <laughs> unnecessarily. Well, is, it, is it really the last thing you want? Well, there was like... You a, haven't been doing a very good job of it for the last 40-something years. <laughs> 
No, well, I thought dead easy. I would just go to like a charity shop, get an old man's cardigan and a stethoscope and some glasses and a beard, and then just go as Harold Shipman, Shipman uh, the, yeah. the doctor who <laughs> murdered hundreds of old ladies. Um, but so I was looking on the internet because you can buy, you know, like face masks that you wear because of COVID. Like you know, you can buy those with his bottom of half of his face printed on them. So I was like, oh wow, that's a good oh, idea. Right. So I kind of went. So I sort of Googled that and then the first sort of 10 sort of hits were um, newspaper stories that had said people had been buying them for Halloween and how it was disgusting and how it caused outrage and it was scum ah, and all that. So yeah, I was like, ah, yeah. I don't You've really got to be careful not to step over the line these days. Yeah. Well, the second, my second choice was because I used to look, well, I was told I look a, a bit like, uh, well, no, I don't actually look like him, but I had the same hairline as Kevin Spacey in Seven. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I was going to... Yeah. So I was, I was going to go as John Doe. So I was going to uh, just get like a, a mannequin's head in a box and then put band-aids on my fingers and I buy a shirt and just cover it with fake blood. But then again, I was like thinking, <laughs> walking around in a shirt covered in fake blood might get me into a bit of trouble uh, and bad entry from certain bars and stuff. So I opted to not to yeah, do that. Yeah, you've got to be careful with that these days. <laughs> People are getting very sensitive, much more than they were 20 years ago. I was just going to say, it's like, it's about an hour before I go to where I'm going. So I'm starting to have second thoughts about my uh, yeah. cos- costume <laughs> I now. I know because... the feeling. <laughs> I've had that before stand-up shows before where you're thinking, yeah. oh, I've written these jokes, but now I now they're actually yeah. coming to the time to say them in front of people. I'm not quite sure I want to. <laughs> so I've gone for a fictional serial killer. Okay, that's probably um, safer. Which one yeah. did you go for? Well, so... I'm going to wear a dress and an old lady's hat, uh, old lady's hair. And uh, basically, I'm going like Norman Bates in Psycho. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. I think that's a really good one because it's got a little bit of a comedy element as well. Of a, as, you know, the, the man well, I, a, I went to dressed a, up as an old lady. <laughs> yeah, I went, to a, I went to a charity shop. This is about a month ago once I decided. And, um, you know... Just in there, just trying on all these old ladies' dresses. Um, I was with my wife and kids, and they were like, "What are you doing?" (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Does it suit me? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll send you a picture later, but it's basically I'm wearing. It's got to go on the Till and Sam uh, Facebook page and Twitter, listeners. If you haven't followed us yet, I mean, that is a reason to, isn't it? Actually, it was funny earlier you mentioned Kevin Kevin Spacey, who um, not only was he a naughty boy in uh, in the movie Seven, he was also a bit of a naughty boy in real life. Uh, I'm sure you're yeah. aware. And actually, this week I had my own sort of a uh, bit of a real life Kevin Spacey moment. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> What I'd like to make it clear was... This sounds very ominous. It was very unintentional, but I sort of (laughs) groped somebody a bit. What, like a young boy? (laughs) No, no. Let me tell you, I'll set it up. There wasn't a young boy. I was was sitting across from an elderly lady. She's probably like, or fairly elderly, like 65 or something. Uh, Just your market. We were were doing a, a lesson. And... We were using a textbook and it was just me and her. And then we we did like page one and two or something and went on to the next page. And then 
when we're on, I wanted to uh, show her something back on the previous page. So as I did it, she, we only had one book that she was using. I leaned over and I turned the page back to page one and two. But when I did, I didn't realize that she was sort of like leaning over the desk. And as I did it, <laughs> the page sort of like really quite heavily grazed both her boobs. The page or your hand? No, the the page. So it was oh, sort okay. of like a it was sort of like a groping by proxy. An origami orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So but it was it made like the ruffling noise on the shirt, like they're like ksh yeah. <laughs> and we, she looked up at me and we sort of made eye contact and we both ignored it. Like oh, that did that definitely did not just happen. <laughs> so you didn't wink. But at without her. a doubt. Without a doubt, yeah, I I dragged a sheet of paper across a woman's chest. So <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that gets me cancelled these days. I reckon, honestly, I reckon if I said to my missus that, I think she wouldn't even constitute that as groping. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'd like to point out, I definitely don't constitute it as groping myself. <laughs> I thought you said you, well, you start by saying you grew up to woman this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hyperbole, hyperbole. Anyway, <laughs> time for the news. <laughs> yeah. This is JNSNJ News. So it's time for the news. John, what have you got for me? Well, actually, this is breaking news. Uh, I've remembered to do the Christmas jingle that I promised. Oh, no, you haven't. Uh, well, this is so basically a little bit of backstory to this is um, I've been really busy, so I haven't been able to practice guitar very much for the last few months. Uh, and then last week, well, not last week, just two weeks ago, I got a bacterial lung infection. Um, so I was off work. I was signed off work for seven days and having Excuses antibiotics. Excuses piling up. Well, no, no, no. Um, so I had seven days and I got quite sort of. Uh, I suppose you'd say depressed and stir crazy. So this is, it's not a jingle I think that will ever play again. It's more the sound of a man having a mental <laughs> breakdown. Um, it's good. Have you, have you sent it to the email? Yeah, yeah. So it's in the style of uh, uh, John Cooper Clark. I don't know if anybody knows who he is. He's like, a, he's a poet uh, from Manchester. Uh, okay. so, it's like, so it's it's kind of like it's that so vibe. I'm so impressed that you remember to do it because this year, last year you did the, the Christmas jingle. And yeah. I gave you like a countdown, but this year I purposely didn't, thinking he's definitely going to forget that I'll just embarrass him on the Christmas show and say, no, no, so, hey, yep. you, where's your jingle? <laughs> no, newsflash, I've done it. He's remembered. So, okay, yeah. let me log in. It's so, right. can I, I mean, can I listen to it now? Is this the time to listen yeah, to yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So listen to it. Um, okay. So... Um, is so John Cooper Clark is he like a is he a poet more than a yeah. singer? Yeah, so it's like a poem uh, with a bit of guitar in it and some jingle okay. bells, sleigh bells. Well, <laughs> listeners, this uh, is a treat indeed. <laughs> Here we go. So this is Christmas, <laughs> another capitalist shitmas. <laughs> used to be fun when you were loved and you were young but now it's Christmas this capitalist shitmas would your family care if you were there you could walk out the door just leave your login for the Amazon store cause this is Christmas 
is completely shitless. (laughs) Pricks in charge make you a loner when they lock you in your house and blame it on Corona. Because this is Christmas. This capitalist shitmas. Whilst they all laugh and quaff champagne, they'll never know the working man's pain. Not even at Christmas. This capitalist shitmas. They'll ply us with fear as our loved ones slowly disappear. Just like our memories of before this capitalist shitmas. Back when we had a real Christmas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see Ruben make something out of that. <laughs> well, Ruben VM, there you are, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Chucked in your face. So, I, I absolutely love it. I love the message. It's really, it, it's uh, political. Um, and Yeah, I mean, you could have perhaps thrown in just a glimmer of hope, but it was a lot of despair, wasn't it? Yeah, well, like I said, I've been locked in my house for seven days and like, because because uh, it was a bacterial lung infection, like my wife was like, "Oh, you're not allowed to do anything or be near anybody." So it was, um, yeah, it's quite bleak. <laughs> just or just kept getting told to order shit for Christmas online from Amazon. So <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's fair to say that while your mental state has deteriorated, your guitar playing skills have equally deteriorated. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it was literally uh, two strings and then some strumming at the end. I don't think there was even a chord involved. So there we go. Capitalist shitmas. It's international. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Ho, 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 Santa here. Well, it's that time of year again, isn't it? This year's felt like a broken-off candy cane up the behind, has it not? It may be lost to the ages whether this shit show started with some dude eating a stack of dried bat flapjacks, or if the whole thing was concocted in a lab alongside a fashionable perfume. But I'll tell you who's making the most of this covidastrophe. My old partner in crime, Krampus, that's who. I'm fairly sure that it was him that intentionally caught and spread this pernicious pulmonary plague to the naughty and nice alike. What a bastard. Now, Santa doesn't take that kind of shit lightly. Even though I'm an old codger and considered as high risk as a police officer sent to prison, Christmas will not be cancelled. I'll be popping in bedrooms to empty my sack. Don't you worry about that. I have just one request. I've heard that this Corona fella can't take his booze. In fact, he is an A-grade lightweight. So if you would be so kind as to leave out Santa something strong, that would be great. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Go ask the Irish or the Russians. And don't be stingy. You don't want Santa's death on your conscience, do you? Peace and love. Jingle on. Big Red One out. 
Yo, Johnny McPhee and Sammy O.T. Two princes took a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please With someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for the burning question, uh, which was, what's been your biggest romantic failure? Uh, very, very, very Christmassy. <laughs> Christmassy theme. <Yeah. laughs> we've had shipmas, and now we've got romantic failures. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, this is really this kind of like lonely person at Christmas podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Chris Hanley got in touch on Facebook. He said the most unromantic thing he's done was when he got sh- when he got he got shit drunk and pooed on my girlfriend's bed. Oh, God, that is definitely a romantic failure. Yeah. And oh. uh, Nate Warhawk replied to him. He said, how's that a failure? Which, so <laughs> Nate, Nate, is, Nate, I think, needs to review his ideas of romance. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Los Angeles Podcast Network got in touch and they said, ooh, that's a Narnia on Twitter. They said, ooh, that's a Narnia you don't want to open. Ha, 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 ha. Um, yeah, so well, it is what... it is a quite a dangerous uh, place to go down, especially if you think you're yeah. being romantic. Yeah, how about for you? <laughs> oh, I've just remembered one. This is a guy I lived with back at university days. We lived in this big, like, uh, there's about 30 people living in, like, the, this building. And he apparently, he got lucky one night, and he was back in his room, and uh, when he pulled off his trousers, this was coming from the, the girl that was with him told someone else afterwards, he pulled down his trousers, and he was wearing American flag boxer shorts. And then right. <laughs> before he kind of took them off, he kind of pointed at them in a kind of crotch-pointing manner and went, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> Oh my and god! I think she probably thought that was the most romantic thing she'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know that what happened after that, whether she just left or <laughs> carried on. But I wouldn't blame her to have left. And I mean, he was no. English as well, mind you. He wasn't American. But me, <laughs> me, me personally, I remember one time um, uh, I had a girlfriend, and we went out to a kind of a discoy dancing. I was quite young, seventeen or eighteen or something, and I drank too much, of course. And then at the end of the night, some romantic songs came on, and um, that song uh, "Lady in Red" came on by Krista Burr. You know that one? Yeah, yeah. Lady in Red. It's a great song. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, and. My girlfriend, she was wearing a red dress and we got up to slow dance, but I'd been sitting down for quite a long time. And then when I stood up, my head started spinning. I'd obviously had too many. And about sort of <laughs> 30 seconds into this romantic dance, lady in red, dancing with a girl in a red dress, I had to run off the dance floor and spew uh, into the toilets. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it probably counts as definitely one of the most un- unromantic moments of my life. <laughs> Uh, abandoning someone on the dance floor while I vomited <laughs> into the loo. <laughs> and then came back and kissed her. <laughs> what about for you? Oh, I'm sure my wife could do an hour's worth of unromantic, <laughs> sure failed romantic attempts. I thought you might just wheel her in for this section. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, uh, she's up in bed sulking because I'm off out and having fun. <laughs> um I don't know. Well, I, I suppose today, because I'm going to meet up with all my university friends, I remember at university, this girl who I really liked and um, kind of plucked up the courage to go out on a date with her. So I took her out on a date, but then um, after like two drinks, just thought, 
I don't know what I'm doing here. It's rubbish. So I just took her to a pub with all my friends. And she uh, she said, have we come on a date just to be out with all your friends? Uh, which probably was a bit stupid. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think what we've learned here is that Back in our younger days, we were idiots who didn't appreciate and look after the women that were with us. And the same is probably true these days. Uh, now I think that a lot of the criticism is uh, very unfounded. I think, you know, unromantic <laughs> criticism. Yeah, I try my best. Uh, it's just you get things wrong, don't you? Like giving a funeral flowers two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> And only the second year was on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose if you ask my missus, the biggest romantic failure, she'd probably just say marriage. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but I think that I think the umbrella for that isn't just romantic failure. I think that's just biggest failure. (laughs) Yeah. A husband who's going to get wearing a dress up like an old lady and get shit faced all day. (laughs) She must be so proud. And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, Thank you all for listening this year. We'll be back with one more episode in December. Uh, Thanks, of course, to Ruben VM. Good luck. Good luck jollying up John's Christmas uh, poem. Uh, Thanks to uh, Santa for paying a visit to the show. (laughs) Yeah. And so I suppose this year, uh, the end of the year, so we'll do uh, the burning question, which is if you could make a New Year's resolution for somebody else, who would you make it for and why? And what would it be? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to ask my wife. I think you should ask your missus. And I'm going to ask my kids. You see if you can ask your kids what they think our New Year's resolution should be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's a good idea I'm looking let's see forward if we can, to it already let's see if we can ruin our capitalist shit Mercedes. Eh? <laughs> uh, anything else no I think that's all alright catch, catch you later. later Merry Christmas Merry Shipmas <laughs> It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an mp3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about 
We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. So this is Christmas. Another capitalist shitmas. Used to be fun when you were loved and you were young, but now it's Christmas. This capitalist shitmas. Would your family care if you were there? You could walk out the door, just leave your login for the Amazon store. Cause this is Christmas. This capitalist shitmas. The pricks in charge make you a loner when they lock you in your house and blame it on Corona. Cause this is Christmas. This capitalist shitmas. Whilst they all laugh and quaff champagne. They'll never know the working man's pain Not even at Christmas This capitalist shitmas They'll ply us with fear As our loved ones slowly disappear Just like our memories of before This capitalist shitmas Back when we had a real Christmas Christmas